Hello and welcome to this Open University video tutorial designed to supplement the module T189 Digital Photography. In this tutorial we're going to take a look at the sharpening tool in Adobe Lightroom. The sharpening tool allows you to increase the perceived sharpness of details in an image. To demonstrate the tool I'm going to start with this image of some colourful leaves against a bright blue sky. I like the image, but I think it could do with a few improvements, perhaps some cropping and an increase in vibrance will definitely work well. There we go, that looks good. At these kinds of smaller viewing sizes, photos rarely look like they need any sharpening at all. Here we're set to fit, so the image is being viewed at less than 100% magnification. The image generally looks very sharp. The key areas of detail are the in-focus leaves here, and they look good. However, when we zoom into one-to-one, -one, you might be able to see that we're lacking a little bit of critical detail in the leaves. They look a little soft. Causes of this softness can be related to bad focusing or camera shake, but in this case, neither of those are the cause. It's simply a subtle softness caused by the imperfection of the camera lens. So, when viewing at higher resolutions or when printing your images, some sharpening is often required to enhance some of these details. The sharpening tools are located in the right hand panel down here in the details panel. The tools themselves are these four sliders here, but firstly I'll just explain the purpose of this preview window. We can use this window to select a section of the image to preview the effect of any sharpening adjustments that we make. We can either move it around in the window like so, or use this target tool here, which will allow us to click on a specific section of the image. Given that Lightroom makes all its adjustments in real time, I prefer to preview the effects on the actual image at one to one magnification, as shown here, or even two to one, although you will get some pixelation which will make this a little harder. So I'd normally advise using one to one in the main window rather than using the preview window here, but it's up to you. So for me, the areas that need sharpening are the veins on the leaves, and that's where I think most people would expect to see a good level of detail. The first slider to use is the amount slider here. I've actually preset this slider to zero, but the default value for this slider when using a raw image is actually 25. You may have noticed a slight increase in detail in the leaf here, I'll just use the history panel to go back to before. If you just look here, you can see the softness. Let's move forward again, and I can definitely see an improvement, but that might not come across so well in this video, so I'll increase the slider even further, something like that. And now we'll do a before and after again. Here we are before, and again after. I'm sure you can see the difference that's made. The slider actually goes all the way to plus 150. You'll certainly see some improvements in sharpness here, but you might also have noticed some of the noise or artifacts in the sky and other block colors, such as the greens of the leaf here. This is because the sharpness slider has been pushed too far. And in fact, you can see on the slider that there is a red zone that you shouldn't need to go into. In fact, you shouldn't ever really need to go above plus 100 with the sharpening. So I'll just reduce that down to about 50 and you can see that the noise has gone, but we've also retained a decent level of sharpness compared to the original here. So this is a much better compromise between sharpening and artifacts. The next tool down is the radius tool. 
The sharpening tool actually works by increasing the contrast of the pixels immediately next to areas of existing contrast, such as on the leaf here and here. This effect is what gives you the impression of sharpness. The number of pixels used for the effect is controlled by the radius slider here. The higher number is more pixels used. For me, I rarely go above one because I find it just works for most situations, and most photographers rarely go above 1.5. The detail slider improves the amount of fine detail that is enhanced by the sharpening tool. Minimizing this reduces the detail and maximizing it increases the detail. This is a useful slider because you can strike a balance between the amount of sharpening and the details in your image, preventing some of those artifacts from appearing. The final slider is the masking slider, which controls the specific areas of the image where the sharpening is applied. To demonstrate this, I'll need to push the sharpening a bit higher so that we get lots of those artifacts in the sky, something like that. And let's reduce the detail slider down a bit. And I'll tweak the amount a little more so you can see some of those artifacts have appeared in the image. The masking tool allows you to reduce the area of effect for this tool. For instance, we can use it to prevent the sharpening from having an effect on the sky here and other block colours in the image. The way to use the masking tool is to hold the ALT key down on your keyboard. When I hold the ALT key you'll see that some of the other tools change name, reset sharpening, reset noise reduction and a few other changes. Don't worry about these, just hold the ALT key and click the masking slider. You'll see the whole image has turned white. In this situation, white is the area of the image where the tool is being applied. The whole image is white, so the whole image is being affected. When I drag the slider to the right, you can see that we start getting some black areas. The black areas are those parts of the image that have been masked out, or where the tool will no longer apply. So think of this just like using masking tape before you paint a door frame. Masking it prevents the tool from being applied. I'll just increase that some more trying to get all the white to leave the sky, and release when done. You'll see how the artefacts in the sky have been reduced significantly. Let's just look at before we applied the mask. Here's those artefacts again. And afterwards, the artefacts have gone. I can push it further still, and you can see that very little of the image is now being affected by the sharpening tool. I'll just try to reduce it from affecting the block colours in the leaf as we're only interested in the veins. One of the problems here is that you have a large area of contrast here, along this shadow, and a lot of noise has built up, spoiling the overall effect. So the masking tool isn't 100% reliable in these situations, and the only real solution here is to reduce the amount of sharpening. You might be able to increase the detail slider to get some detail back, but it's a real balancing act. But overall, the masking tool is very useful for reducing the artefacts that might be introduced by sharpening. I want to move on to my next image here, which is another shot of some leaves. This image is a JPEG image, and I want to show you how the sharpness tool defaults to zero for the amount of sharpening for JPEG images. This is because the sharpening in a JPEG image is applied in your camera as soon as you take the photo. Raw images have no sharpening applied in the camera and that's why Lightroom defaults to 25 on the amount slider for those kind of images. This doesn't mean that sharpening isn't possible on a JPEG, just that your JPEG might already be more than sharp enough. 
Let's zoom in and take a look here. I'll increase the sharpening first of all, maybe somewhere around there. You can see that we've improved the amount of detail in the leaves here straight away. I can toggle the sharpening on and off using this switch here, so you can see the effects of this. Here the sharpening is off, and now the sharpening is back on. For situations like printing, some extra sharpening can be really useful. Of course you still need to be just as careful of introducing those unwanted artefacts, possibly more so in a JPEG image. That completes this tutorial. Why not experiment with the sharpening tool on your own images and see what effect it has? Be careful not to go too far with the tool and remember that subtlety is key.